I thought shedding was a conspiracy theory. The idea that someone can get a vaccine and I cannot get that vaccine and yet me being around them, they will somehow make me sick, right? Uh, shedding is the transmission of vaccine virus strains from vaccinees that are people that are choosing to get this vaccine to non-vaccinated contact. Uh, vaccinated contacts. And that is on this FDA insert for the rotavirus vaccine. Under section 5.5, it says transmission of vaccine virus strains from vaccinees to non-vaccinated contacts has been observed post-marketing. Wow. Hi-yow! Info Ninja. Friends, countrymen, and those of pure blood, lend me your ears so I can welcome you back to the dojo. I got you, homie. Welcome back to the dojo, everybody. Thank you for joining me once again. I hope your week is going fantastic. That may change after today's episode. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, and hopefully you might be willing to be the bearer of bad news, though, and you will share this show and leave a comment, too. Tell me what you think of today's episode. Give me an idea for a new episode. Just leave a comment, please. And of course, you can hear us anywhere podcast are sold. Yes. What? You don't say. You don't say. You don't say. Who was it? He didn't say. So the end of your great week may begin with Dr. Paul Merrick, M-A-R-I-K. Paul Merrick, um, if you remember him, he made it into, into the news back in 2022. He was a doctor at Eastern Virginia Medical School. He has since resigned his post there, but this guy was a world-class, and still is, a world-class researcher and a, a top doc, and he resigned because he went to war with that school or that medical school, the hospital that he, that he was residing at, he went to war with them over ivermectin. He knew that it could be beneficial to COVID patients. He said he saw it worked. His research was showing that it worked and he didn't know why he was meant to push this vaccine and use all this other stuff and not use something that worked. It didn't make sense to him. So he resigned. And of course, he became a controversial doctor because of that. So he's gone on to continue his research, and he's really focused a lot on the the COVID vaccination, the COVID vax. Remember the one that's killing people, the one that never really did what they said it did, the one that actually probably just made things worse. If we all just would have not got vaccinated, we wouldn't have tested. We would have let this thing run its course. We would have all gotten those God antibodies, you know, the best vaccination you can get, the one from Jesus. We would have all had that, and this would have been a thing of the past. We wouldn't have lost the economy. We might might have taken a little hit for a little while, but it wouldn't have been anything like we're dealing with now. So I blame a lot of this on the vaccine. And uh, Dr. Paul Merrick, he has done a lot of research on this vaccine, in particularly on the idea of vaccine shedding. What did he say? Are you familiar with vaccine shedding? When I tell you what it is, you're probably going to think it's a conspiracy, but it's 100% real. Not just with the COVID vaccine. This is with a lot of other measles, mumps, rubella. The, the chicken pox vaccine can all shed. Now, normally when you shed, it's right after you get the vaccine, but things are a little bit different with spike proteins in the COVID vaccine. So first of all, what is vaccine shedding? If you're close enough to someone, essentially they're kind of transferring some of the vaccine to you. Normally you have to be close 
close enough to kind of breathe each other's air, essentially. You don't have to be hugging each other. Again, you're breathing it in. But literally, right after you get vaccinated with measles, mumps, rubella, chicken pox, you can give portions of that vaccine to someone else by just breathing on them. This is called vaccine shedding. Now, normally, we don't care about it. But when it comes to the COVID vax that's killing people, yeah, we, we kind of care a little bit about it. I have stayed pure blood. Have you stayed pure blood? I told you that in the future, remember the Info Ninja told you it was going to be a business one day. It was going to be a dating site one day. And it is right now. There are pure blood dating sites and there are businesses where you are basically providing pure blood that isn't vaccinated. So I didn't get the vaccine. I know a lot of people that didn't get the vaccine and they're not going to get the next vaccine. Why? Because they don't want it. So getting force vaccinated, they don't have to hold you down and give you a needle anymore. They can just breathe on you. Good. Great. Awesome. Now, the big difference between the the shedding from the covid vaccine and say, you know, the chicken pox vaccine is that the chicken pox shedding takes place like immediately after you're vaccinated for like a few hours. You can spread that stuff, maybe a few days at the most. Apparently, the spike proteins in the covid vaccine, you could transfer that for like ever. After you get it, or it's a longer period of time, essentially, because these people, in theory, are getting booster after booster after booster and spreading this spike protein. But here's the nutty, nutty part of it. This is what makes this vaccine so crazy is that it can be shed in more than one way. Remember, you got to breathe on somebody. And that is one way. That is one way of shedding. But, but, but apparently you can also get covid Vax spike proteins through sex. Sorry, guys. Didn't want to ruin your week, ladies and gentlemen. No, no, I didn't want to ruin your week, but facts is facts. So some interesting things that, that Dr. Paul says here, hear it from him yourself. Shedding is a real thing. So what we do know, and this may be horrific, is that, you know, autopsy series have shown that the amount of spike protein after vaccination in spermatozoa is truly astonishing. So that vaccinated men that have sex with with their partner who are unvaccinated can transfer spike protein. And we know of women who've uh, you know had relations with their partner and have developed symptoms of spike disease. So that can happen, and it does happen. The other way is that people who recently vaccinated exhale what are called exosomes, and these exosomes are like lipid nanoparticles with spike protein. So that if you are in close contact, and this doesn't have to be close physical, it doesn't have to be you know intimate contact. It can be you know reasonable proximity to someone who's recently been vaccinated. You can inhale these exosomes and be spiked. So this this is a real phenomenon. Unfortunately, nobody wants to study it or publish data on it. So, you know, most of the cases we know about are anecdotal, but it does happen. So I find it very interesting that in autopsy reports, they're finding like ridiculously high spike protein levels in people that have been vaccinated. Thus, their increased ability to shed those spike proteins to others. The wacky part is now it can happen when you're getting laid. And apparently, apparently it's guys giving it. They, they can get it, if you know what I'm saying. Ha! Gay! 
and the ladies can can get the spike proteins as well, but they don't have a delivery method like the men do. And apparently now you can get vaccinated via dick. It's raining Hallelujah, it's raining That's right. You can bypass the needle and go with the schlong. And I guess, you know, for somebody that hates needles, I mean, maybe that's a better alternative. So for the ladies and and some of the fellas out there, you're kind of off the hook now. You don't have to worry about getting vaxxed. I mean, directly. You don't have to take the needle. You're going to take the needle, if you know what I'm saying. But you're not going to have to take the, the sharp needle. And you know there are some woke dudes out there that are like... I'm going to go bang the COVID away. I'm going to single-handedly save planet Earth with my cock. Tinder just took on a whole new meaning. That that website has gone from destroying planet Earth to potentially saving it. Thanks to the fact that you can now transfer spike proteins, the COVID vaccine, via penis. Paging Dr. Faggot. Dr. Faggot. Jimmy Kimmel must be so happy. Now he can get vaccinated every day, over and over again, like the soy boy he is. For the good of humanity, we have to let Ron Jeremy out of prison now so he can go vaccinate the world. Is this going to be an option at doctor's offices now? Like, uh, ma'am, would you would you like the needle or would you like us to send Jimbo in? Is this going to make getting vaccinated like the new Bud Light? Like if you're drinking it, you're not sure. Like, is is that guy gay or is he just he doesn't care? He just wanted a beer. I don't know. I don't know if you're drinking a Bud Light at this point. So if you're vaccinated, I don't know if you got it via the needle or via the gack. I think this means Obama is now quadruple vaccinated. Uh huh. And something gives me the feeling there's going to be a whole lot of backyard clinics popping up now. But backyard vaccine clinics like come on in, ladies, come on in. You're in control of your health care in here. I wonder if those those vaccine tents are going to be. You remember in the parking lot, there were the vaccine tents. It's going to be like Burning Man. Now there's going to be strobe lights in them. This is going to change the world if you can now transfer spike proteins via penises. If, if sex is affecting your vaccine status, that is going to be a wild world. What a year, 2023. What are they going to do next with technology? What a year for Bill Gates. Hi-ya! Info Ninja. Through his foundation, Bill Gates has helped to fight AIDS, tuberculosis, and malaria. Well, today at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland, he announced that his project called CEPI, or the Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness Innovations, has $460 million. He sat down with CBS News to talk about how that money will go to preparing for the next great epidemic. Uh, the idea is to take a, a new way of building vaccines uh, that could let us develop in less than a year, a novel vaccine. Uh, they're called DNA RNA vaccines, and so we'll fund a few projects uh, to build specific vaccines, but uh, not only will we get that, we'll prove out that these platforms can work, we'll understand uh, the regulatory issues, and it gives us a chance of uh, being able to respond in time when the next epidemic hits. We're in the same situation uh, we were in before, where It takes years uh, to build a new uh, vaccine. But the scientific idea of of these new platforms uh, could radically change that uh, so that 
a lot of the steps are sitting there ready. The, the, the factory piece, understanding the regulatory piece, and you just have to plug in some information, do some quick safety profiles, and then you can get into manufacturing quite rapidly.